This is Contractor Sense with Ruth King. Welcome to Contractor Sense. Here you discover ideas, tactics, news, and information that matters to your contracting business and you. I'm your host, Ruth King. This episode is sponsored by Financially Fit Business. Go to www.financiallyfit.business to grow your business profitably, build wealth, and analyze your monthly financial statements in less than 10 minutes a month. Thank you for joining us. Here's how we will help your business and you today. We are continuing the series on the seven parts of a financially fit business. And our episode today is 301. And we're going to talk about maintenance. You're going to get, remember, you'll get three free gifts as a result of our 300th podcast, the overhead cost per hour template, the weekly cash flow template, which we'll talk about in the financial pieces of it, and a budgeting template. And I'll talk about that at the end of the show, how to get that. So let's talk about maintenance, all right? So from my perspective, maintenance is the most critical thing that you do as a business in a long-term perspective. Maintenance gives you service. Maintenance gives you projects or replacements. And without maintenance, you have nothing to sell when you are ready to pass your business along to the next generation or sell it to an outsider. I mean, it is really heartbreaking to have somebody call you on the phone and say, would you value my business? And they've been working for 30 years and they have no maintenance agreements and very little profit. Their business isn't worth anything. They've spent three decades working for wages and have nothing to retire on. That really hurts having to tell a contractor that. And it's too late to start. Well, it's never too late to start, but you'll be working till you're 80 or 90. And, you know, a lot of them want out. So don't let that be you. So maintenance is the thing and is the key to building a thriving, growing business. Because with maintenance, you can look at what happened. So for example, from an HVAC perspective, we know that for every maintenance agreement, we know that 6 to 10%, depending upon where you're located in the country, replace their systems on average every year. So if you've got 1,000 maintenance agreements, 60 to 80 replacements, if you communicate well, are there. And you can build your business knowing there. If you've got 2,000, it's 120 to 160 or maybe even more. But this is a very stable way of building your business, all right? So the other thing that also drives me absolutely insane is that contractors say, well, we can't make money first quarter and we spend the rest of the nine months to make up for the first quarter. The reason you can't make money in first quarter is you don't do maintenance, all right? A very stable maintenance program will allow you to make money every single month of the year. And it's really funny, um, a couple of years ago now, I had a contractor in my Building in Profit and Wealth two-day class, and we were talking about this, this subject, and he said, well, you can't make money in January, and to which I immediately used an expletive, which I'm not going to use now. I said, yes, you can. And we started talking about how and how the maintenances actually did that. So I ended up working with him and we started it the following May. I think the class was in January, February. 
And by the following January, that first quarter, they made more money that they, than they had made, I think, in 10 or 20 years and ever making money. So if you think that you can't make money in first quarter, guess what? You're not going to make money in first quarter. But if you put it in your mind that we're going to find creative ways to make money in first quarter, and they all involve your maintenance customers because they're the ones who only pay attention when it, the weather's gorgeous or there's no critical thing going on, there's not pipes freezing or anything along those lines, they'll pay attention in good times and bads. And if you give them a reason that they should be doing maintenance, then guess what? Some of them will actually say yes, and you'll stay busier in a potentially slower time of the year. So I'm going to give you what I consider my five-step program for maintenance. And it's part of a whole maintenance plan in terms of making sure the culture is fit and making sure that everybody does maintenance on everybody's systems as an employee benefit, and we go from there. All right, so the first thing I want you to do is prepare. All right, so what is your program? All right, does everybody in your company have a maintenance plan? It's an employee benefit. They do not have to pay for it. Because when they see the benefits of the maintenance plan, guess what? They're going to talk to their friends, their relatives, their church coworkers, or you know, fellow churchgoers, or whatever else it is, and potentially you'll get more customers as a result, more maintenance customers as a result. All right, your website has to clearly have a maintenance page on it, like it has to clearly have an employment career opportunities page on it. People need to know where to go to find out about maintenance. It needs to have testimonials from customers who have actually experienced more comfort in their homes, less utility bills, etc. And the benefits of maintenance, not what you do, but the benefits, save money, lower utility bills, peace of mind, da-da-da-da-da-da, things along those lines. And then monthly or annual recurring billing. Everything should be recurring billing. If you want them to pay up front, great. Do an annual recurring billing program. Don't have to resell the maintenance program every single year. It's in a lot of contractors' mind that, oh my gosh, I got to send out a renewal. No, they sign instead of a monthly recurring revenue agreement, they sign an annual revenue recurring annual recurring revenue agreement. It doesn't matter. It's not that it, the idea is that you don't have to resell the agreement every year. They commit. All right. So just put that in the back of your mind and making sure that you have your pricing right. My philosophy is that you don't lose money on maintenance. You break even on maintenance. And when I say break, break even on maintenance, I mean net profit per hour is five bucks an hour. To me, that's break even. All right. You don't want it at zero because if it goes over in any amount of time, then you're in a situation where you lose money on whatever it is. It doesn't matter whether it's maintenance or whether it's service or whether it's a project or whatever, new construction. Make sure that you're doing at least $5 net profit per hour, which basically is break even. All right. So make sure your pricing is right. Make sure you have your forms. Most things these days are writable PDFs and they can sign right on their tablets. Um, papers becoming, not totally, but less and less paper and less and less trees being killed for paper. And we're looking at it from that perspective. When I get back from break, I'll give you the rest of my format for 
growing a thriving maintenance program. Thanks for listening to Contractor Sense. We'll be right back. Imagine you had total freedom. You didn't have to worry about money. You didn't have to be a slave to your business. The words, I can't, are eliminated from your vocabulary. What if you could do what you want to do whenever you want to do it? A financially fit business could give you that freedom. How? By knowing what your financial statements are telling you and taking action based on what they say. You can do this in less than 10 minutes a month at an investment of less than taking your family out to dinner once a month. And if your financial statements are a mess, you can get help. Go to www.financiallyfit.business or click on the QR code below to get started today. We're back. Thanks for listening to Contractor Sense. Before the break, I gave you preparation for maintenance agreement. What's your program? Every employee has maintenance performed on his or her home as an employee benefit. So what if you live in an apartment, get permission from your landlord to do it or allow them to do their maintenance on their mother's home instead? All right, either or, make sure that maintenance gets done. Make sure your website is proper. Make sure that you have monthly or annual recurring billing forms and make sure that your pricing is at least break even. That was number one. Number two, somebody is calling to your company. So who is calling, all right? So people are not calling your company to shoot the breeze, talk about the weather. Well, well, they may be talking about the weather, but you know, not about how your kids are or a friendly thing. They're calling your company because they have a problem. And if they have a problem, guess what? They're thinking you can solve their problem. So either the person calling is a maintenance customer it's a customer who's used your company before but does not own a maintenance plan or it's a brand new customer, okay? So what you want to do is find out who's calling. And the way you do that is say, may I have the address you're calling about, please? And if you've set up your um, computer systems properly, you type in the address and you see, okay, this is a maintenance customer or this is a customer who doesn't have a maintenance plan or this customer is not in our system. Okay. One of the three things is there. If there, if the customer is a maintenance customer, you say, Mrs. Jones, thank you for being a maintenance customer or you know whatever you call your maintenance plans. Um, you're going to get a discount on this call today. How can I help you? All right. For number two and number three, where they're a customer but don't have a maintenance plan or they've never called you before, the question, you know, after how can I help you and they talk about it and everything else like that, the question is, are you interested in saving 10% or 15% on this call? And usually there's dead silence on the other end of the phone. It's like, well, why are you asking me that stupid question? Duh. Of course the answer is yes. We have a maintenance program that the service technician will t- tell you about that'll gives you a 15% discount on repairs that you should make today and also helps you save money on your utility bills. Make sure to ask the technician about it when he's at your home. All right, both of those go. But for the third one who doesn't use you at all, you want to find out, I don't see you in our database. Is this the first time you've called? And they're going to go, yes. And you're going to go, well, thank you for calling. How did you find out about us? Now, if they say web search or I got a postcard or I heard you on the radio or something along those lines, terrific. Get all their data. You're going to get their data anyway. But if they said my neighbor, Mrs. Smith, suggested I give you a call, 
then you know you have a leg up, but you also have to send Mrs. Smith a thank you of some way, shape, or form so that she gets surprised that she gets thanked. You know, it could be a $10 gift card to, you know, whatever. But just say thank you for referring Mrs. Jones. It makes It's a surprise to her as a general rule, and it makes her feel good. So that's what happens when the customer calls in. When the tech is on his way, one of two things happen. Either the tech calls the customer and said, Mrs. Jones, this is John. I'll be at your home, you know, according to my GPS in 20 minutes, 30 minutes, whatever else it is. Do you have access to the Internet? And most people do. Well, go to our website, www.abcheatingandair, and click on our maintenance page. There's a $25 off coupon. Good on today's repair work or service work or however you want to put it. Well, duh, do you think the customer is going to go to your maintenance page? That's why I said a maintenance page on your website is critical. So they go to your maintenance page, find out all the benefits, hear and read the testimonials and see the testimonials of people who already have maintenance. And then they know what, you know, hmm, maybe I want this. Anyway, the tech comes in or the dispatcher, if the dispatcher is calling, or if it's um, just a text that they're getting, put it in the text message. All right? Get them to the website so that they can see the maintenance thing. All right. Number four, the tech is at the customer's home. If the customer already owns a maintenance plan, then he thanks the customer for owning a maintenance plan and reminds the customer that she, I assume she, will get a discount on this call. Um, if they're not a maintenance plan customer, then he'll give a copy of the plan to the customer and say, the office told you about this plan. Just take a look at it while I am um, figuring out what's going on. He'll do and figure out what's going on. He'll present the findings. Um, he'll give regular price and maintenance price and ask the customer which she preferred. That's it. He does not have to sell anything. Most techs hate to sell. All right. He leaves a copy of the maintenance agreement. So number the last thing you do is follow up. Somebody calls from the office a couple of days later and asks, make sure, number one, that the system's working fine. They were happy with John's service, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And they ask if the technician left a copy of the maintenance plan. A lot of times what happens is, oh, I got to talk to my husband or I got to talk to my spouse or my significant other or whatever else it is. And that's fine. So... And if that really was the case, oh my gosh, I did talk to my husband and he said, fine, go ahead with it. They have forgotten about it because they they get back to their lives because everything that was an annoyance is now fixed. So what they end up doing is when somebody calls, it's like, yes, we want to enroll in the plan, you know, enroll them and you've got a maintenance customer by somebody following up. Those are the five things. It's not really hard. It's not rocket science. You just have to do it. All right. One more thing I would suggest you do is a contest. You know, make it for the company as a whole. You know, decide on what the reward's going to be. Implement it and track it. You know, it's kind of fun to do one. Don't have one winner because if somebody gets out front or somebody has quote unquote more opportunities, then guess what? Everybody else stops trying. So from a residential perspective, 30% of the people you ask should invest in maintenance plans. So that's one out of three. You're going to get two no's for every yes. Six to 10% of your maintenance customers, as we talked about earlier, invest in a new system every year. 
And depending upon the type of maintenance, whether it's plumbing, electrical, HVAC, generator, whatever else it is, uh, one technician for every three to 500 maintenance plants. So that's it. That's your maintenance program. All right. So I promised you at the end of this podcast, as a thank you, you know, as our 300th episode, I would tell you how to get your three free gifts. It's the overhead cost per hour template, the weekly cash flow report template, and the budgeting template. Okay. So as we get into the financial side, you'll see where those all fit in. Two ways to get your free gift is to call us at 770-729-8000 or send me an email to ruthking at hvacchannel.tv. And remember, these free gifts are only available until December 31st, 2023. So get a hold of us, all right? Thank you for joining us. Choose one thing that you discovered and implement it in your business. These ideas, tactics, and strategies help you make more money, have more free time, and give back. If you like today's program, spread the word. Please review this podcast on any device you're listening to it on. Help a fellow contractor make more money, too. For comments or questions, call me at 770-729-0258 or email ruthking at hvacchannel.tv. Thanks for listening. Have a great and profitable